that. <laughs> Welcome, listeners. Welcome, JV Pickers. So, Sway here back finally with working together to bring a place worth getting lost to by our collective brain trust. And this week's theme is it's the jukebox turn. We got the roulette. So, grab your quarters, pick your dibs. Certain POV presents jukebox vertigo. We have. Someone finally answered the call. We have an expanded brain trust this time, finally. Uh, but first and foremost, next to me, of course, is Amanda. Hey, get to get to be back recording after a big break. We're excited to be little, here little together. As much needed, uh, but we're here. I'm, I'm so excited to talk talk about music with y'all. And following up the call, we have JD returning. Hi, buddy. I'm back, fuckers. You can't get rid of me. You can't get rid of me. I am everywhere. Yes, so for for a wild card episode, we had to bring in our wild card guest. So I'm so happy. To be here. I'm ready for the and, chaos, everybody. <laughs> and of course, as always, we're gonna have Keith. Hey guys, <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am so tired. <laughs> I can't explain. Uh, for those who don't know, I just moved across the country, yeah. and I just finished unloading my stuff last night. So <laughs> oh, it's been a whole thing. I'm dead inside, but I cannot wait to podcast because have I been? I give it? you my. In- I give you my energy. Take my energy. <laughs> Everybody, raise your hands. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a 24 ounce Pepsi. Don't worry about. It. I got plenty of energy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, water. I'm very excited. Hell yeah, absolutely. I agree. That and of course Thor is here. And for those who don't know, I now live with Thor, so you're going to hear him on. We have issues too. He's expanding his horizons. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> and Bader Bill is our actual special guest. <laughs> every every time, every time we bring up Thor, I'm just like, someone's someone's got to make got to make a joke about this somewhere yep. while I'm here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I know what you mean. Uh, I've been on, I was on a grind, a hella work grind after work grind. And I went LARPing and then I came back with no day's rest. So back yep. to the grind it is, but yeah, I've, I've hella missed podcasting with y'all. So let's talk about some music. Um, I've been a bad boy and not been writing down my laundry list of recommendations, but there is some new stuff uh, I would like to talk about. Um, okay, just because he's right here in front of me, Moreau is fucking awesome. Like, he's from LA. Uh, Moreau is like E, uh, E U X at the end. Yeah, it's really cool. It's like industrial, like post punk, very soothing, slow, but just like very dark. He's got the deep voice, it's really fucking good. The second song, Glass, is right now a highlight for me. It features a uh, King Woman, uh, and like, like the hook, the, the hook for it is, uh, um, we were never in love. It was only a dream. But in that fucking dancey, like dark club way, it's just it's really fucking good. The album's called uh, "Lovers from the Past." It's awesome. I, I fucking recommend this one. Um, another actually, let's just talk about this one. Uh, Unearth released uh, their fucking I think over tenth album <laughs> somewhere over the tens. Unearth has been around for forever with um, the wretched, the ruinous. Yeah, they fucking still slap. They fucking still uh, they can still tear it down. I've I'm a fan. I'm a fan of this album. Uh, I wasn't trying to dissect it, or try to uh, trying to like see if I didn't like it. But some of those old bands I used to listen to, like from like middle school into high school, 
some of those like, some of those bands I just don't listen to anymore because they, they don't hold up or they just stop being a band altogether. And Unearthed was one of those early bands, and I'm so glad that they, they they still fucking um kick out a new uh, great album. Um, okay, this discovery was really fucking sweet, and I would love for everyone uh to listen to this. Uh, her name is called. Uh, she goes by Indigo D'Souza, and the album is called All of This Will End. It's super dope. It's really if I if I if I have the name right now, like or at least right now for like a Remy nominee, like it'll be categorized for a, a best alternative because it's oh. really good. It's, it's got that it's got that indie pop vibe. Uh, you got these really like melodic dark songs. She pops off on another one where it gets like not gr- I mean grungy heavy, uh, but she's all over the place. It, it reminded me a lot of the, the the Sasami album that I really fucking loved. Um, so yeah, definitely. That new name, Indigo D'Souza, is just really, really, really good. And then I had to go back. Oh, my God. This woman just has this hold over me. <laughs> Kelly, which is Red Moon and Venus. Oof, it's just it's just such a great one for the year. God damn, is this such, she, she just has this hold over me. <laughs> um, <laughs> what else did I get, gotta go back to? Um, Amine's uh, uh, Spice Girl. It's just this, these certain singles. Uh, his, his Spice Girl song is really fucking good. Um YG sober. I was just on a, on a kick on YG for a second, um, and I went back to priests, my fucking beloved indefinite hi indefinite hiatus band priest. The nothing feels natural album is just so goddamn good. I fucking like. I mean, I love all of their projects, but that album was just really fucking good. Um, and again, again, fucking when a fucking a going taking it back to dark, uh, dark thoughts uh, with their album at work. They had an album, an album last year, but I just I've been listening to the 2018 album uh, at work, and it's just so fucking good. It's just like such a great fucking punk album, um, and the song with you is just it's just it's just really fucking good. Um, so that's the shit. I've been I know there's other stuff, but those are my main highlights that I should just talk about for for now. Those are, I was ready to talk about. So Amanda, what have you been jumping out to since the last time we were fucking here? Um, you know, obviously the same old, but also, um, I spent a lot of time with the new Ed Sheeran album. Um, it's good. It's really, I mean, it's Ed Sheeran. Like, what can you say? It's, it's, um, like heartbreaking as usual, as a lot of his stuff is, but, um, I do recommend it. You know, it's like, I think he's a great songwriter. So that's really the only new thing though. (laughs) That's all good. Uh, JD, what are you even jamming out to? Well, uh, I recently, the other day, uh, just listened to the new Hot Mulligan record, Why Would I Watch? Um, uh-huh. Sounds fucking incredible, like that Midwest emo shit that I, that they're on that I love. Uh, yeah, it, it's great. Um, going back to, uh, repeatedly going back to Miranda Lambert's album from last year, Palomino, uh, the final track, Carousel, uh, still makes me cry. Uh, it is one of the most bittersweet songs of all time. And uh, I recently all made this whole playlist of ADHD reset metal songs. Uh, because, uh, I, yes, because I found out that apparently um, in, uh, a way to help with uh, ADHD burnout and to reset your like your clock is to listen to music set at 154 beats per minute. So I made a whole playlist of metal songs at that BPM oh, cool. for all my fellow AD, <laughs> for all of my fellow metal metalheads who who need that. It is like seven hours long. Excellent. That's fucking awesome. 
<laughs> so Sick. yeah, that's that's uh, that's what I'm, that's what I'm jamming out to. Yeah, send it to me my way so I can try to make make that same list. Oh, I'm curious. Uh, and Keith, what have you been jamming out to since the last time we recorded? Uh, well, first of all, a lot of the regulars, but I went back on some stuff that I really enjoyed. Um, Tiesto, I checked out the new Tiesto. It's fine. Uh, it just reminded me how much I miss Avicii. <laughs> That's basically oh it. I was just like, God, Avicii really was the best, wasn't he? <laughs> like, so, um, I listened to everything but the girl for their first album in 22 years or something like that. Pretty good. It's, it is what it is. Um, I went, the ones I went back to, I went back to Gavin DeGraw, um, uh, which I still love Gavin DeGraw and I think he doesn't get the credit he deserves. Um, he was an honorable mention last episode, so I remember that. I listened to the Waitress soundtrack uh, from Sarah Bareilles doing it, which is really good because I'm going to start looking into getting into musicals now that I'm on the what, East Coast. Um, and then I listened to some Avicii. <laughs> um, Gambino, <laughs> Chance the Rapper. Uh, Diplo. Uh, again, same thing pretty much. Um, some Logic, some Steve Lacey. Uh, I listened to Jack Harlow, and it's fine. It's definitely better than his last release. But... I, I don't know. I just don't. I think Industry Baby is always going to be his best song, and it's not his song. That's the problem. <laughs> like, so I just don't care. Um, and then I also listened to the new Ed Sheeran. Uh, I liked it. I have a story behind it. So as I just said, I moved across the country. So my last day in Arizona, I hug my I hug the dogs goodbye. Start crying. Hug Evan goodbye. Start crying. Drive around with Liz. Pretend I'm not crying. Get to the airport. <laughs> hug her. Won't let go of the hug. Start crying. And then I let her go. And I go in the airport and I turn on the fucking Ed Sheeran album. It was not the album to listen to at that point, by the way. It's really good, but now I'm always going to be really sad when I listen to it. Um, I also listened to the entirety of A Tomb by the Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, that's right. That finally came out. It's it's a lot. It's it's not melancholy, right? And by that I mean the the album, not the mood. <laughs> it's it's not. <laughs> it's, 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 it's incredibly modern in a way that I don't want the pumpkins to be. Oh wow! Like say- I, the most modern I want them to be is the end is the beginning of the end. That's the most modern I want them to sound. You know what I mean? Like I want alt rock from them. He really dips his way into some producer level shit. And I'm like, you're Billy Corgan. And I already have a problem with you personally. So please just make music I want to hear. But yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it is what it is. It's um, for like a little over two hours. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It was, it was good for me to read comics too. I'll say that. I was oh, able cool. to, like, zone out. It was pretty good for that. Um, I also listened to the new Jadena album. I'm a big fan of Jadena, as you know. Nice. Uh-huh. Really good, really solid album. Like I really like it. It's 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 actually if it reminds me of anything, it's Dawn FM, is what it reminds oh, me of. Interesting. It, nice. al- it also feels like a vibe radio station that you're just listening to, which is really cool. Oh, so yeah. Um, and I also listened to the new The National. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm hot and cold with The National. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a very mellow, melodic album, but it was good. I liked it. It's not something I'm going to keep going back to. Mm-hmm. Um, the new Dropkick Murphys is the Dropkick Murphys. It's great. <laughs> it's it's all, Every song is the same, and they're all great, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, I 
you. <laughs> Every song is I'm shipping up to Boston, and we love it for them. They they literally put they put another version of Ship Up to Boston on this album. Why? Yes, okay. great. And I'm like, I love this version too. So whatever. And then um, I listened to an EP from a band called Sister Ray. Uh, that was really good. It was a four-track EP, and the EP is called Teeth, and I really liked that. Um, so keep an eye out for that in the future, possibly. The other two big things I want to talk about is something I think JD's the one that notified me of, and I'm surprised he didn't bring it up. We have a new Queens of the Stone Age album coming up. Yes. And, and yes. there is some relief. I did listen to what was released so far and really liked it. Oh, cool. Yeah. And Emotion Sickness directly, is really good. Directly related to that, we have a second track from the new Foo Fighters album. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. I actually I, I did. That. I was gonna mention that one too. Under you, there's a oh. yeah. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of stuff that's been that's popping the up. The Taylor right. song, I think. I was like, oh, this is the oh, Taylor yeah. song. <laughs> like, I was like, oh god, <laughs> but really good. Really, really enjoyed it. Um, lots to listen to. Obviously, it's been a month, and I've been, I've been traveling. So, I also want to give a shout out to um, the new David Cross album. I don't know when it came out, but it came out when I wasn't paying attention. It nice. opens with one of my favorite jokes he's ever done. It's about a seven-minute joke, and the punchline doesn't come till the end. The rest of it's just tragic and sad, and it's fucking perfect. Oh my everything God. I love from David Cross's humor. So, yeah. I tossed that man's salad, and I don't mean that in a jokey way. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's it I've been listening to quite a bit. So That's awesome, man. I missed out on so much stuff because I've been busy and other stuff. Um, yeah, happens, too. I fucking love LARPing. <laughs> um, I, but yeah, thank you for shouting out the Jadena and from Keith and JD the Hot Mulligan album because those are the two, uh, at least for sure Hot Mulligan is one I I did want to I did throw on my list. So hopefully I'll catch it next time. Yep, it's so, so fun. we get to move on. <laughs> adding the fresh page, the random page that is the jukebox turn, the jukebox roulette. Amanda, do you happen with the roulettes? Yeah, I always enjoy it. I'm always like so worried we're gonna hit something that i'm like i have no idea like no earthly idea but it's always a good time yeah i know i i I've said it before where i need to have like a sub list for the roulette the, the just in case like my my go-to right. for go-to songs that's against the nature of the roulette it's gotta be i know honest. i know but sometimes, like, sometimes i'll think of a category like oh we did that once if I get the roulette on that shit, I would be so unprepared. <laughs> I, like I completely stuff. forgot I had agreed to this recording, so I have no thoughts. <laughs> nice. Oh, nice. Perfect. That's the ideal when you do it. <laughs> this fully, bl- fully blind. Yeah, this will be fun. I'm, I'm really excited for, for, for JD's turns. Uh, since it'll be, this is your first time, um, I don't know how to introduce you into, into this segment, but I'm, I'm very, very excited for you. You were one of the people I uh, I thought about, or we thought about for this specific oh, episode. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I can't wait for your picks. Uh, and Keith, are you ready for the roulette? I love the roulette. This is, this is my <laughs> shit, man. Like, it's as close to trivia as this show gets. So, like, to be honest, it is. And I love me some trivia, so... No, I'm very excited. I love the, the, you know, you, you have to pull the trigger. And usually it's songs that actually really matter to you because that's the ones that pop in your head. And that's really yes. cool. You get to really know somebody when they hear this category of the first thing they think of. And I like yep. that a lot. So so let's kick it off. Jukebox, load them up. I go first. Down the barrel. What's my first one, Keith? First category for us is middle school dance. <laughs> all right so um i i love middle school dance songs they're cheesy they're great um like either like depending on which way you go because i go slow songs so i go like 
I go like 90s R&B, like a lot of boys to men and stuff like that. Uh, last time we did this, we had a guest on the cha- uh, show with us and we both added boys to men, which was really funny. Amanda, you're younger than me. So is middle school dance <laughs> mean something different than you? Different. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's weird because I can like remember going to middle school dances and like what I would wear and like what they looked like and like, you know, who we hung out with and stuff. But I don't remember the music at all. I would have to assume it was just like whatever pop was big at the time. I remember like thinking it was not cool. So that's why I'm like, it's probably pop because I was like, yeah, pop's not cool. That's not real music because I was a pretentious little asshole. But <laughs> Probably some Casey and Jojo and stuff. Like yeah. That. <laughs> what about you, JD? Um, middle school dances meant absolutely nothing to me. Uh, I still went to them and they were not like actual dances. It was kind of like more, hey, let's let all the middle schoolers just like have like a supervised party in yeah. the in like the lunchroom. And then we'll have like like we'll open up class uh, a couple of classrooms to have like quiet areas for the kids who don't want to be in the dance part. So I would go into the room where they were playing Guitar Hero. Nice. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and, and, I, and I play Guitar Hero with a kid who was, and we were, I play guitar while someone sang and we were playing. I'm not okay, I promise. Excellent. <laughs> so, hey, are you ready, sir? Yes, I okay. should be. <laughs> and yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, so for my entry, you know what sucks? <laughs> I fucking got I, this. I, I literally got this category last time we did the fucking relax. Yep. <laughs> and this is literally one of those things. Like, okay, fuck, I'm not. I'm not that prepared for this. So, <laughs> uh, so oh shit. So for my first one, um, bouncing back off of my my last one, it'll be another Spanish song, and one <laughs> yes, that really yes. fucking hit the radio. One that really hit the radio uh, because. Um, the the teenager telenovela like really popped off the song again like they covered it um as like a like a like a uh, in a singing number and it just re- revived it. it was already a very popular song but like man it did just fucking hit all over again i'm sure i was trying to mind, trying to find like which novela did it um but the song i'm going with is by los Ananitos verdes with the song mi primer dia sin ti and I'll type it down. And it's just such a <laughs> such a fucking sweet song. Um, wait, it's just, it's it's literally uh, him singing um, "My First Day Without You." So it's just like him recollecting like all the stuff that they used to do together. And now it's just like now they're not together for one reason or another. But it's just such a romantic fucking song to just like sing. Just like, well, this fucking song's on, and it's just like, the first day without you. Um, so yeah, that's my first pick. Kicking it off over to Amanda. Let's admit. Amanda's first category is duets. And I know yes. what immediately popped into her head. I know exactly what popped into your yes. head. <laughs> I, don't I know what popped that. into my head. <laughs> I know what popped into my head. I know it. Oh. Do it, Amanda. Do it. Okay, so duets. Um, I love duets. Uh, obviously, the, the ideal duet, or not ideal, but the duet people think of is man and woman singing to each other usually. Um, so Josue, is that kind of what you think of or like, you know, I mean, it's just like the classic go to just, I guess like, um, uh, a male and female voice, like behind the mic, just like to give it that, like singing, singing to each other. I I don't know. I'm trying to think of any like guy and guy that isn't like the, 
sounds more of a duet than than and less of a feature. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, billionaire with Trevor McCoy and um, Bruno, I would say is probably like mm-hmm. a duet. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't love that song. Uh, Bruno does a lot of duets, actually. You know, I think about it. Ed Sheeran does a bunch of duets with We Went Through mm-hmm. Fever. <laughs> yeah. JD, um, what about yourself? You're a country fan, so duets are a staple of country. Yeah, I, I, I actually, yeah. Cause, well, it's funny because um, like, the first, I had three popping into my head all at once, and they're all from different decades. Uh, I, I was like, immediately, I was like, one that comes from a movie soundtrack from the eighties, not the movie you're thinking of. Uh, it's not Top Gun. Uh, the then one from the seventies from a great album, uh, from a really great album, and then another and another one which was country and is from the nineties and is genuinely one of my favorite duets. Uh, but you're right; it's weird. It, it, it's weird how like we don't typically think like like how like how duets are so gendered that we typically like we typically think of them as like it's a dude it's like a man and a woman and that's how we think of duets but like there should be more like women and women do like woman and a woman duet man and a man duet in and or or, like and like everything in between yeah there's some really great there's really great female female country duets which i would have brought up yeah. if i got into oh you know what yeah. i actually just thought of another one and they actually it was actually an entire album of because and that's that those are really great too is when you just get two people who are like we're just gonna do or two singers were like we're just gonna do an entire album together yeah there's a couple great ones all right so mandy your time's up <laughs> yeah um <laughs> so there's there's kind of like a jokey one that that immediately comes to mind, and that's not what I'm picking, but I'm gonna pull it out. Um, oh, so Gwyneth Paltrow and Huey Lewis cruising yeah. from the fucking movie duets. I yeah, what you pick? It's it's that's not what I'm picking though. It's it's just like it's so hard to think of anything else. I'm actually going with something that was an honorable mention for me before. Um, it is July by Noah Cyrus featuring Leon Bridges. Um, so it is like a duet version of a song that she typically does on her own. Um, I think it's a really beautiful song and I just, I've been dying to add it. So I think this is a good opportunity. Yeah. That'll work. Again? July. It's with Noah Cyrus and Leon Bridges. Thank you. That's another, that's another duet I love is the, is redoing an original with a new singer with, with an, with you an know. additional singer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. JD. Birds up box roulette. Doesn't count if you guess if they oh, get no. country. Remixes. Oh shit. <laughs> you have to pick a oh, remix man. of a song. Yeah, I I, no. I have I have one in mind. But uh, check the list, make sure you're good. <laughs> so we'll chat a bit. Um so yeah, Josue. I, I I fucking love remixes, but I hate them for the jukebox. And I've said this before because all the great remixes, most great remixes aren't going to be available just because of for copyright reasons. And that sucks. Like when, when we were, when we've had to prepare for this one, it's one of those hard for me ones because all my favorite remixes are just like, are available on either YouTube or, or other, or other ways. Um, and I'll never be at it. Like, like golden boy, the, the Fred Falky remix uh, by the whitest boy alive. is just, a perfect, perfect. That is a staple 
for fucking remixes. Uh, so yeah, I'm glad I didn't get this one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I dig remixes quite a bit. Um, like some of my favorite songs are remixes of the original. I prefer yeah. the remix. Uh, I always talk about Minds the Bear. The Pachuca Sunrise, the alias remix is better than the original by a wide margin. It's like Ooh, nice. so much better to me. Uh, so yeah, I, I really dig it. Amanda, what about yourself? Um, yeah, it's it's not a big category that I'm super familiar with for me. Um, it's one that I always have to do like a lot of prep work for anytime it comes up that we talk about it. Um, so for me, like I I could not think of one off the top of my head. I, it would take me a hot minute to try to find something. Um there's a couple. We we try not to throw options out for the person on the hot seat. So, <laughs> but there's a couple I don't really know. At least this um, won't be an option. It's just like um, unless it will be a troll move. But it's like I always have to highlight it too because like we're, we're praising remixes, but I just have to shatter it out because it just it sucks so much. Uh, remixes can be also very 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 fucking bad, and I just like I always have to highlight uh, God the atrocity just to follow up to walk and <laughs> and Dead Mouse did. Uh, a remix to rope with the wasting light deluxe edition <laughs> it just ruins the experience so much i regret buying the deluxe album for, for wasting light because it's just like it's so shitty i fucking hate the rope the rope remix by dead mouse there's a, a song that marshmallow did with the day to remember i think and um, that sounds exactly what you think it sounds like so <laughs> yeah so you think of rope you think of the, the echoing guitar or the, the sorry the the delayed yeah. guitars and it's still fucking iconic and then dead mouse just shits all over it (laughs) (laughs) like a dead mouth you're up you got a song okay so i have a song and this is so this actually this kind of falls under duet a little bit but but, because it is because it's it's one of those it's one of those remixes where it's like we're gonna remix it and then and then add an additional singer to to fill it out a bit as well. I'm really glad I know you hate Fuller and Georgia Lion because I'm thinking Cruiser remix was about to come and I was going to kick you off the show. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, absolutely not. Mine is much more refined than that. Uh, I'm going with the remix of "Touch Me" by Victoria Monet, which features Kaylani. Yes. So I was introduced to the to the song. Um, the wonderful uh, Carol Ann, uh, uh, who everyone knows on Twitter as Carol Ann Does Comics and is uh, one, one yeah. third of the wonderful podcast, the Comics Collective Podcast. Uh, she made an incredible playlist uh, on her Spotify called Lesbian. And, uh, <laughs> and that song pops up on that playlist and it is some of the smoothest shit I have ever heard. Yeah. Uh, and 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 just like the, the like their two voices together is absolute gold. So for sure, it's the remix of "Touch Me" by Victoria Monet and Kaylani. This is fucking great already. I yeah, that's gonna be really great. <laughs> awesome. So jukebox turns to you, Keith. Yep, I'm tapping. There we go. Okay, and spinning the jukebox. Run from the cops. Oh, no <laughs> <laughs> oh I have I one in mind. It is the most cliche. <laughs> I have one in mind. It is the most cliche. <laughs> I think we've done, we've done this category on the show, so I have to make sure. Uh, but yeah, go go on talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, the, and the one I'm thinking of is not on the playlist. So there you go. Okay, good. Um, I've recently been 
about two songs that oh, if, if I were to get this category again like the really when the loop roulette is looming over all of the categories I'm like thinking of a song for and I am sucks I can't remember which one I had on right now but it's one of one of my recent new punk songs um but so so JD <laughs> this is this was kind of a new one for you um what, what which one would you pick I'm, I'm just curious oh uh uh just, like immediately off the top of my head breaking the law Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> uh, I was like, I mean, I mean, I mean, why not, right? I mean, no, I, I personally know someone who once got pulled over listening to that song, <laughs> nice. or oh, while listening to that, and I was like, I mean, that's too perfect. Uh, and and of course there are there are plenty of others like there are plenty there is plenty of like pump like pumped up synth pop songs that immediately go with this of ton, tons of punk songs uh tons of tons of metal uh hell oh, yeah. there's tons of country there's tons of country songs that you could absolutely run, run oh, yeah. Dude, oh my god yeah some of the best moments is uh on fallout it's just like running away from like any type of thing with uh okay you know what and honestly maybe the best genre to listen to while running from the cops bluegrass yeah, it's not bad. It's such it's a great fucking tone, a great criminal. Because tone. that it because it <laughs> immediately puts me in the mindset of smoking the bandit. Um, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Amanda, how you doing? Running from the cops? <laughs> I'm going on this category. I think like every time, maybe twice one time. I think we rolled it. Um, yeah, no, it's I'm always running from the cops on this show. Good. I don't know that I would have another queued up, ready to go. I'd have to think about it. It's just like that 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 angsty sound. They just like I'd play this shit like in my head soundtrack. You're invading the cops in the car. Yeah, just fucking running away from them. It's just so fucking fun to just think of a scenario like that. (laughs) And thinking thinking of like like, easy to visualize scenario. Yeah, like like ever like there's like half half the movies in existence have like a needle drop during a, during like a, a car chase involving a cop. Oh yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's at least 10 you could choose just from that, from those, (laughs) you know, movies you can pick right there. All right. And Keith, are you ready for your pick? Yeah. I feel like, um, I feel like I'm just like, it's too obvious, but it's not on the playlist. It really should be. And it's a great song, and it's perfect for this situation. So I'm picking, this also counts as a soundtrack pick for the record. Dope. Um, I'm picking Damn It Feels Good to Be a Gangster by the Ghetto Boys off of Office Space. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the song I thought you were saying. When you when you said soundtrack, I'm like, oh, I think I know what he's going for. Nope, never mind. <laughs> I, I was trying to think of I was I was like should I pick the song that he's listening to at the beginning when he's in his car and he rolls up his window and he's like I love that song too, but I was kind of like nah no it's got to be damn feels gonna be a gangster so yeah I'm gonna go with that. yeah sick like good pick oh man <laughs> first round this first round is already fucking wild I love it. <laughs> <laughs> round two jukebox hit me beach party. Oh shit! Another one, Feta. One second. Oh, Sway, Sway's favorite beach is uh, a Golfo, right? 
yes. I mean, it's just like my childhood beach. Um, yeah. it, it's not the best beach at, by 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 wide margin. Uh, <laughs> it's a great party beach. Uh, a lot of great memories. Yeah. Um. So I'm a beach person. This is that's where I feel most at home is at the beach. Uh, Pacific Beach. I love Pacific Beach in in San Diego. It's one of my favorite places on the planet. I love Galveston. Um, which JD's near. Um, Galveston is also one of my favorite places to visit. It's just a really nice laid back place. At least it was ten years ago when I last went. Um, I, don't I love you saying near it when it's favorite. when it's it's like a three hour drive from me. Let's see, <laughs> when I lived in Arizona, the nearest beach was three hours, and I still did it. But yeah, um, I love beach music. I always have. It's been my like default music for a long time. Amanda, I know there's several bands that you like that are distinctly beachy even if they're not necessarily from the coast oh for sure there's there's tons yeah um i mean like you could definitely make a case for incubus brandon yep. boyd's a huge surfer um and you know anything like that we've talked about more recently like beach bunny we talk a lot about about uh-huh. them on the show um so yeah lots of lots of fun beachy music that i i like that it would probably be easy for me to pick one for this one <laughs> JD, how would you do if this category came up for you? Um, let's see. Uh, I'd probably pick. Yeah. Look, I I don't like the beach at all. Uh, I stay far far away from the beach. I I'm also just not an outdoors person. I stay far from the beach. I live in Texas, and the sun is my mortal enemy. Uh, and I and we I will have my revenge against it. Uh, so I just the last time I was at the beach, I was a freshman in high school. I am now 25. So uh, it's safe to say that, like, I, I I feel like I do OK. I can pick it. I have a song in mind and I checked it's not in the jukebox so I could pick it. But it's it's just like. It's a very base. It's a very base, like very very basic pick because it's like, oh, this is a song yeah. that you would hear in a beach mo- in like a fifties beach movie. Yeah, we recently did beach party. I'm pretty sure, and because uh, I remember it was really really good. Amanda uh, threw some really classic surf songs at us, which is really cool. Let's <laughs> uh, wait. You good? Yes. Okay, I am I, ready. I had a couple I was going to throw out, but I wanted to get your entry first. So, what did you pick? <laughs> Uh, so for my next Golfera is one that I, I don't think they're on, on the jukebox. So I'm actually very happy to add them. I'm going with my boys from La Ley from their 1995 album Invisible with the song El Duelo. I was having a hard time picking between a handful of songs from that album in particular. That album, god damn it, did I fucking, that was one, that was one of my favorite albums um, to play on El Golfo. Um, just like cover to cover. There's some songs that I for sure are not like for El Golfo, but I'm gonna fuck that. that. This is like my fucking like like hipster CD that I just fucking let it fucking ride. All the other CDs were like mixes and like burn CDs and stuff like that. Um, and there's a few that we had from like actual like the the actual bands like from like my nine and those were this, but this La Ley album was just one of my fucking favorites. There's a whole story uh, behind it, um, probably for another episode because I do want to add the title track down the line. Um, but yeah. All of them are fucking bops. Um, from Animal, Diacero, the first two tracks, and then I'm picking the third track, El Duelo. They're just also oh, just just driving around, driving in the, by, by the fucking shore, or hitting up in Machorro. Just like every oh god, everything just feels so nice. I'm literally just like getting a rush of memories, like 
going uh, skipping through like the songs and yeah any of these would have been a a great choice but i'm going with la ley with el duelo i'll type it out right now (laughs) in the in the chat yeah Uh, so excited for this one uh cool manda you're up yeah coffee house okay (laughs) uh so we talked about cafes coffee houses a lot we had a really great episode about this one of our full one of our few five person panels actually um i love chill music i love chilling in a coffee house cup of tea book some friends to talk to something like that really dope there's definitely an attitude to a coffee house that you know obviously like i wouldn't pick iced earth you know what i mean (laughs) or something like that that wouldn't really fit but yeah i love i love that chill vibe and, you know, there's also usually like an acoustic feel or something similar to like that. Something very spare. I really like that. So what about yourself, Jose? Uh, I mean, like a lot of stuff that I usually listen to, like a lot of, most of like my, my indie super hipster picks are basically for like coffee house stuff. I just like a lot of like super chill. Like right now I'm um, hyping up again. Um, Andigo D'Souza just opens up with like these really, really cool, like obscure vibes. And sometimes it, that's like okay for a coffee house. It's like it's like these you don't know what's like the fact that you don't know what's playing. It's just someone's like hipster playlist. And it's like, I need to get into this shit too. Um, I like going to the coffee house, like just playing music. that I just have no idea what it is, but I'm going to jam out to. Well, I definitely will use my, um, my Shazam in like a coffee house area way more oh, yeah. than I would anywhere else. Cause I'm like, what's this, you know? So absolutely. Yep. What about yourself, JD? No, not, not at all. No, <laughs> not I, I don't, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I don't don't like coffee. I can definitely pick songs for a coffee house for sure because, like, oh, I just have like like I gotta check the list of like soothing voice, acoustic guitar, uh, and or piano, uh, maybe minimalist band, uh, probably not a love song, but could be. Uh, just like if it was like I just go like go down the like go down the list and like check the boxes. Uh, I, I can I could I, I could like dominate this category, um, but will I step? But the last time I stepped foot in a coffee house, literally never, never, never set. Sure, I don't. I've drink, never set coffee. Foot, <laughs> so. Well, I, I I've just never set foot in like I've never seen in like an actual cafe in person. Oh, like a nice a nice one. Like I got, yeah, I got like I just I, 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 I <laughs> yeah, because like. I, I like we have like there are like a there there like there are like cafe slash coffee houses like n- kind of near where I live, but they're like really big ones and not cool. They're not cool ones. They're like this is like this is where the the forty year old uh, Karen goes to get her coffee and thinks she's cool. This is not actually God. a cool coffee house. <laughs> it doesn't have like open mic nights or anything like that. Oh, absolutely not. I don't think they'd be open late enough for that. Yeah. That's Texas, man. That's Texas. <laughs> gotta get out of here. I, I gotta get out of here. But there's a sweet, sweet uh, uh, tea house that I fucking mm-hmm. love. To teach I say it's just so fucking bomb. Yeah. Like, we give have me a, a coffee, coffee house. house. Get... No, go ahead. Sorry. Go oh, ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, we have a coffee place right down the road from where we are, and I'm going to check it out sometime this week, I think, because, yeah. yeah, we'll see. Find your spots. I, just want the, I just want the coffee house from an extremely goofy movie, uh, and so I can uh, do <laughs> awesome slam poetry nights. 
<laughs> On that note, Amanda, are you ready? <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. This one's like stupid hard for me just because there's so much. Like, there's so many different ways to take it. And and I remember we did it on an episode, and it was a lot of fun um, because I got to go all kinds of different directions because I had picks to do it with, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Which are just, like, just one, just one. Um, I don't know. I'm going to go with something that's a little poppier but still kind of hits that indie-ish um, kind of coffee house vibe for me. I'm going to go with Walk the Moon. Hold on. Let me pull up the song. <laughs> yes. Like, right. I know exactly. <laughs> Um, I'm actually going to go with Come Under the Covers. Oh. Wait, who's it by? Uh, Walk the Walk Moon. The moon. Um, I'm a big fan of the band. They're they're kind of along the lines of, of things I've called out before, like Bad Sons and Coin. Um, kind of like that um, indie pop rock sort of straddling the lines kind of thing. Um, you probably, you probably know their song, the Shut Up and Dance With Me song. That's still. Yeah, okay. I, I, I definitely know yeah. that song. I I really love that song. It's really good. <laughs> you should check out some of their other music if you have not. I'm, I'm a big fan. Um, so Come Under the Covers is like um, one of those like really nostalgic songs where he's like talking about like a girl that he was hanging out with in his youth and shit. And, you know, just like very coffee house vibes to me. And that's sort of reminiscing. Nice. Sick. Cool, cool, cool. Shaping up well, JD, round two. Something more, maybe more in your comfort zone. Oh, shit. Emo. Yeah! <laughs> Are you too young for emo? <laughs> like... Am I too young? Motherfucker! <laughs> I was always everywhere. How dare you! So Commercial emo was a specific time. This is this is gonna be this honestly. This is gonna be like how Amanda Amanda felt about coffee house. Like, there is too much. How do I choose? <laughs> Make sure to check the list because there's a lot on here. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to. Yeah. I'm going to. As uh, I'll start it off just to get it off on a bad note. I don't like emo music for the most part. I made this pretty clear on the show. Yes, you do. Um, specific area. It's not gonna be wrong. I think we have we have a, we have different definitions of emo we had a really great discussion with steven and yourself and i about what is emo and i think it's kind of like the the thing but like you're singling emo when it's just it's so broad that's the problem it's too broad i don't feel like it's an accurate description of what the music is personally um because like with your guys's definition we can go back to the beatles emo and shit like that i was like this is getting ridiculous so I'm not a fan, but there are some i really like and if we're talking about like the traditional emo the one that people know there are some bands I really enjoy. Some bands I know Mando really enjoys that we both talked about in the past week, actually. Um, these popular bands are considered emo. I don't with... Weezer is considered emo. Yeah. Like, okay, I, no. I, I, object, like, no. I object to that statement. So. No, I don't, I don't agree that Weezer is emo. I would say Weezer is, like, if I had to give them a single word descriptor, it would be shoegaze. Like, they're kind of yes, shoegaze. But shoegaze, Josue, is a form of emo, right? In a way, it's, it's more of the form of the. We've had this discussion. More of the form of the music being produced, and then it's about the lyricism the, that is uh, goes through emo. Like, like I'll give you like the example where, like that you just said, like the Beatles for sure. I wouldn't say uh, emo, though they do, do have a fuckload of sad songs. Uh, but Weezer coming into more of like the the actual era from where I was from, they do have a lot of fucking emo songs, a lot of fucking just like solo, like I mean, just like being in your lonesome emo songs. Uh, the world has turned and left me. Come on. 
that's just like it's just a sad song but it, it gets categorized as like you can be happy in a way in a form of emo as well i think and i think the reason i again there's not a really good definition of emo like we we went through this last time we tried to find any kind of definition of online that satisfied all of us and we really couldn't find anything but we, I feel we like emo I, I, usually speaks to like a higher production than not that's a weird way to put it um a different type of production, I would say, than like bands like Weezer. Less um, raw. What? Less raw, maybe. Oh, I thought you said that's wrong. I was like, no, fuck no. you. <laughs> no. Like... I was like, damn. I was like, wait, is Mindy about to just like literally fly to the next room and just, and, and and throttle? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah there's there's more of like a um <laughs> there's there's more of like um gosh i don't even know how to to say it i'd have to like think about it but yeah like there's there's like a clear line for me between like emo and subgenres, and it, it's hard because there's so many unique bands in the world right so they're mm-hmm. all kind of like leading together and there's a lot of crossover um, so if you were describing a band like Weezer, for me, emo's not the first thing that would come to mind. You could tag that on there with like seven other things. Like what's the top ten yeah. genres you would say Weezer travels into, you know? So it's Yeah, yeah like like Weezer, I'd I call them emo way down the line. But someone else, like another band around the time, like for, I just said a uh, Sunny Day Real Estate, perfect example of emo throughout the nineties. Another perfect example, obviously like they're for sure known for their grunginess, but Kirk Cobain is was a fucking emo writer. He had he had all of the emo like if that band if that band came out today you would consider them an emo band based on like what they sing about what they sung about. Um, but music I, mean, I wouldn't. I I respect your opinion. See, that's interesting. You're you're looking at it from like a totally like a more lyrical angle. For me, it's about like the production and and the actual musicality of it that that would change the genre from one to another. Real estate wasn't that far away from any of these other bands, but music evolves. Like, and then we're and we tend to like just uh talk shit about like the, the commercialized emo wave that was like the mid two or the early 2000s to mid 2000s. But then right now, all these man, do I just not DIY- em- do I just not know emo because I'm all because like because like for me, because I just because I am younger, like my emo bands are are like from like like the mid 2000s, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So specific time where it was really commercialized, and again, there's more. Like, there's like the the DIY fifth wave of emo right now (laughs) is fucking incredible. Is really really Mm -hmm. fucking good, but it's not as emo as it was before. I got you. It, the, we could talk about this for three hours. So, like, we we did actually almost. Uh, so, uh, do we just need, do we just need to have do we just need to have an emo podcast just in general? It's just like we're going to dissect emo. We're going to just dissect yeah, every every aspect. Okay. So, uh, so I I'm not I'm not surprised yet. I am kind of surprised that this band hasn't shown up on the jukebox yet. Uh, and the band is Senses Fail. Uh, oh, I'm nice. a big Wait, fan really? of theirs. Uh, yeah, not at all. Checked it. Not not one song, uh, because of course uh, the first thing I had to check was my chemical romance has to be on their which song. The ghost in you is on the jukebox. I was like, cool, chemicals already on there. Not gonna go. Not gonna go there, because uh, because like as soon as when I hear emo, immediately I think three cheers for sweet revenge. Like that is my that is like to me that is the perfect emo record, uh, because it's like because like for me like emo is. A tied to like just for me personally tied to pop punk 
very much so where it's but but yeah. also it, it is it's like pop punk is like as we talk about like like it like it branches off you know so or or like just a lot of inter- interconnected this there so the song i'm going with is uh off of their their second record and is this it was the the sing- the main single uh can't be saved probably Good. the most famous yes. the most well, famous song of theirs cuz like look let it unfold you is their first record is right. one of my favorite albums it is yeah. uh like it is honest just like mid 2000s emo heaven right there but uh and so i i almost went to nj fall uh falls into the into the atlantic uh because that uh-huh. is beautiful but can't be saved uh like we t- and we talked about how like sometimes emo doesn't need to be too raw like it does have that really that has that nice production uh and they and for that second record uh um which i'm uh, still searching like they stepped the production quality just stepped up a level for that record and like the back-to-back on the record of like can't be saved and calling all cars is fantastic but can't be saved oh, yeah since it's fail yes yeah but yeah can't be saved since it's fail that's that's my track <laughs> I freaked out because, because like, like I knew I had a, I, I had added a census fill, uh, but that was in the last iteration of the of of the jukebox, and I had added uh-huh. for my project, and I had actually added can't be saved. So I was like, yes, my song came back to me. Almost <laughs> uh, yeah, like a never ending sleep. I'm so happy so to bring on. it back. So, also, the video was super queer. I was fucking. It was one of those where it was uh, like yes. one of those, like early awakenings. There's like, oh fuck, I have feelings for this video. <laughs> I love it's it. A great I so thank you so much. Okay, Keith, your turn for round twos. All right, my my next one. I got run from the cops again, so I get to re-roll. <laughs> <laughs> if you think I'm joking, literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, I'm so excited. Yeah, vulgar display of lyrics. Nice. <laughs> oh, I have one song that just popped right in. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of nasty, nasty songs with a lot of bad, bad words out there. Um, and the uh, thing, the thing is, more just like uh, by describing the song, everyone can probably figure it out if you've heard the song before. Uh, the, a particular song that just says one uh, curse word over and over again, and that's the only word in the entire song. Into it, <laughs> nice. Um, there's a a murder doll song where it's just it just says like fuck like over ninety times and it's it's fucking great. Yes, oh, and all, God, and all I love murder movies. dolls. Right, I love their murder dolls. Honestly, like, ugh, man, Joe, Joey, God, Joey was so. Good. I know, rest in so peace, Joey. <laughs> I know, I, I miss him too. That that album should have been something else. Uh, Amanda, do you have any nasty songs in mind? Do you listen to a lot of like murder songs? A what? In a lot of vulgar songs. Yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, for for this though, nothing like leaps immediately to mind. But like, I know, like I know that there's a lot of nasty songs out there that that I could like if I would like yeah. page through my playlist and stuff. I'd I'd come up with something. <laughs> yeah, there there are two that like popped in my head. One is like kind of a deep cut for one of my favorite artists, Run the Jewels. They have a really they have a really nice uh, vulgar song. Deep cut. That's a deep cut. Um, and then one that was like, like the biggest song in the world for for a solid two months. <laughs> it- <laughs> All, right, cool. All right, and Keith, are you ready for yours? 
I am. I there's a song that should be on here that isn't. <laughs> and I'm very, I I searched for <laughs> both artists involved as well as the name of the song just to make sure. So correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm putting wet ass pussy on here. Nice. <laughs> that is the other song. That was one of the songs I was thinking of. <laughs> like because I like I like sex filthy. Like I don't like just saying curse words is yes. great and all, but that doesn't shock me anymore. Yeah. But what ass pussy is really great. Um, it it was the song of the year. No one can even contest that. You know what I mean? Like yeah, all, yeah, and also and also raise your hand if you know every word to that song. Everyone, raise your hand because you do. <laughs> I almost want to go with thought. No, leave shit me hanging. I Megan like uh, oh, yes. great. Um, but no, no, we got to put the song in here, right? So yeah, that, that's what I'm gonna do. Uh, so yeah, me, me, yeah there's a there's a great yeah, there's a great run the jewels deep cut called Love Again with Gangsta Boo. Uh, and and, and whew, <laughs> that shit gets filthy. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna go with that. That's as my second pick. So yeah. Yeah, I, I was actually thinking about Megan, but I didn't want to influence it. But I'm I'm glad I was there. <laughs> yeah. There's a link I there. Got... There's a, there's a little bit of a link there. I was like, I could have swore we added it last time, but I think last time we did this, it wasn't even out yet. No, I think about it. So that's probably oh, okay. why. Oh, yeah. Was a weird thing with it. Yeah, I think I know it's. Uh, yeah, it's ringing a bell. All right, entering last rounds. Coming back to me. What is my last bullet? Oh man, you're gonna eat this up. Fuck. New metal. Oh man, okay. <gasps> shit, what did we add our <laughs> Okay. So. Now we have now we have to contest who is the true new metal who, who are who are the new metal kings here? Who are the new metal kings? I mean okay, is it, this, it, is, what, this is where we're gonna get into a discussion of new metal versus metal. Because I, I feel like why new metal is it, and why is it corn? Oh yeah, Jesus. Um <laughs> I honestly, <laughs> I never got corn. Like I, I for a very brief oh, time, really? for a very brief time, I got corn. But I was, I was a little heavier at that point. Um, I'll pick a band I know Josue doesn't really like. Um, dope. Like I loved Dope. I love. Oh, I love um, Dope. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, oh my god, what was their name? I l- uh, I listened to No Regrets that record way too much. <laughs> Like an unhealthy amount. I really liked Dope, but they also, like, they're kind of dicks. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Yeah. For sure. Like, uh, Corn, I mean, Corn is the one that everybody, you know, brings up. That is the big one. Um, Yeah. Especially. um, And and, and it's funny to think about, like, Slipknot is in that category. And it's like, Slipknot is absolutely not new metal to me. (laughs) There's also, like, bands that I personally think are more goth metal than new metal like cold chamber mm-hmm. um but they're technically new metal i really like cold chamber um evanescence is great. technically new metal like um kitty is obviously new Ooh. metal <laughs> so there's a couple ones there that i, I think back. are yeah the the thing i think is really interesting is the influences for new metal because it all goes back to like 90s alternative so you have this whole metal genre that are like inspired by like primus and faith no more you know what I mean? <laughs> like, then that's just crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I really like that. And then, and then, and then, and then like, it's funny to think of like Machine Head is like one of one of like those bands that is like at, like part of the the new wave of American heavy metal, like alongside like Kill Switch and Shadows Fall and and Lamb of God. And yet there was there were those two records where they dipped into new metal. 
Like they were full Machine on. Head we are is, a new metal band. Yeah, Machine Head is one of my favorite album or favorite um, uh, metal up bands. The Burning Red is one of my favorite albums. So, um, Manda, your opinion on new metal because I think it's going to be unique. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I, I definitely had a, a big metal and new metal phase, um, and it's you know obviously stuff that's that's held up and that sticks with me. Sorry, my dog is jumping all over me. Give me one sec. Here. <laughs> Sit. I know you want to be on the show. You're very cute. Sit down. Um, <laughs> so, um, new metal for me. I think where metal and the scene at the time that I was the age that I was into it kind of turned me off was like how polarizing people were about categorizing shit. Yes. Um, and that was like a big fucking deal in the metal scene. And I was just like, dude, I don't know. I just enjoyed these two songs. Like, why do I have to? pick one or the other you know what i mean um <laughs> so it was like a lot of that when i was like getting into it so it was like difficult um so i don't know that i would be able to say like what what do i know is new metal i mean like obviously corn but like other than that i don't know i'd have to look into it like if we were doing a full episode i'd have to prep for it for sure i think an important part of I a love large so much- portion of new metal i would define as new metal is the hip-hop influence uh i think that's mm. where it makes the i love so much uh, the idea of like, it's like, I only love these two songs. Is like, I only love Roland. I don't want to listen to anything else. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think the hip hop influence is an important part. Even if it's not a rap song necessarily, there's an influence. There's a touch to it. And I think that goes back to Cypress Hill. I think they're the ones who really like made that diversion. Ooh. So yeah, really great band. Cypress Hill. Yeah, great. Oh, sweet. You ready? They fucking rule. Yes, I am. Um, uh, damn, it sucks because uh, I was trying to see if I can uh, trying to see if I can score in all Spanish uh, <laughs> listing again, but I could, but this one really stumped me because I don't know my Spanish new metal bands like that. Uh, but I'm still gonna keep it uh, to at least uh, half Hispanic man. Uh, very much involved in the new metal scene, <laughs> undeniable new metal scene, and I'm gonna go with my boy Chino Moreno from Deftones. <laughs> I specifically did not mention them while we were talking because I figured you're. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with their second album, Around the Fur, with the title track, Around the Fur. It's one of my favorite screamers. It's just it's such a good song where how he just takes it slow and just literally erupts into the chorus, and I fuck, I just I fucking love that flip, that flip of a scream. It's so good. Um, but yeah, Deftones is one of my favorite <laughs> new metal bands for sure. Uh, I think I only have like w- one of the albums I just don't really like. I just I fucking hated Gore. I-, I did not like Gore. All the other ones, perfect, 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 perfect. Uh, so Around the Fur by Deftones for my new metal track. Amanda, what's the jukebox going to give you for the last one? Yeah, let's see. Okay, sorry, I was not prepared. Amanda, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, y'all found this soundtracks oh nice okay Ooh. One of my favorite broad categories there's so much you can do with i know it's not even just movies now, uh, you know? yeah because yeah because like so so soundtracks for me um i like i i do love like a good compilation soundtrack of like like these are all the needle drops we have in this movie but there's something so perfect about like no we're we're writing or we're getting pop artists to write original songs for our movie yeah. Oh my god! Like the first Black Panther album, like Kendrick Lamar just fucking popping off, like for an album that wasn't made for a Disney Marvel movie. <laughs> that was one of my favorite albums. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Also, like the Birds of Prey soundtrack slaps so hard. 
have to listen to it again. I like I like the ones where they do make you know a custom soundtrack, but I also really like when they get a really smart person who understands music to make to build a soundtrack of existing. <laughs> I think there's a real art to mm-hmm. it that's not appreciated. Um, I'll give uh, like an example. Um, the Queen of the Dam soundtrack is about half existing songs, which I think is cool. Speaking of new metal, yeah, yeah. Um, there's uh, the, this is, sounds strange, but the Love Actually soundtrack. The music producer for that movie is genius. Picked the perfect songs for that movie. It flows perfectly. Um, there's a lot of songs or a lot of soundtracks like that that I think are built really well. But I do like the original ones too, because it's really interesting. You know, like um, I almost. Well, I'm not sure how much he, he's involved in the music, but just because like they're almost all of his personal projects. But uh, Richard Linklater, yeah, all the soundtracks are fucking spot on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, his uh, honestly, his Days and Confused that soundtrack was my entire personality for a while. Uh, I apologize to everyone who knew me at that time. <laughs> we actually <laughs> had a song from that added when we did soundtracks last. Um, I think it was Case. Yeah, I think it was Case that did it. Yep, it's such um, a damn good soundtrack. It's great. Um, and then uh, I got to give a shout out to um, uh, Llewellyn, Inside Llewellyn Davis. Um, the Cullen Brothers oh, movie. Oh my god! Yeah. Incredible, oh my god! Incredible soundtrack. And also, um, oh my god, my mind went blank. The the movie about the guy that starts the band with the kids after his son dies. School of Rock. Oh. Wait, no, never mind. Oh, no. Nope. <laughs> no. Um, god damn it! Uh, <laughs> School of Rock. His son dies. Nope. Yeah, it's like it's like <laughs> Anton Yelchin's second to last movie. It's one. Something Rudder. Uh. No, you're close. It's um, blah, 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 blah. Dr. Manhattan, Dr. Manhattan is, a, is a dad, the father figure, and it's such a great fucking movie. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, oh my god, why am I not seeing it on Facebook? I'm sorry, I'm you're saying names, and I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm missing all the names. It's Rudderless. Rudderless. Yes, fantastic movie. So yeah, yeah it makes me cry every time. All right, Manda, I'm assuming you're ready. We ranted for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm throwing this back a little bit to when we did the soundtrack episode. I I had mentioned a soundtrack that I really loved, and I didn't put it on because I thought everybody would think it sucked, but everybody was like, why do you put that on? So I'm picking something from the Titan AE soundtrack. Um, I would 100% pick the Power Man 5000 song, but I can't find it any fucking (laughs) where. I cannot find it on streaming services. I don't know why the hell, but whatever. I'm picking... (laughs) Cosmic Castaway by Electricy. Nice. E-L-E-C-T-R-A-S-Y. Um, it's just, uh, the music in Tiny is so good. It's such a good fucking movie. Um, I like the whole soundtrack is just awesome. That's one of my it's favorite like childhood about... classic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and one of my favorite things about Tiny E was the music. It's like, yeah. it's a great sci fi, like, like great visuals, but like the music just has this hold on it over you. It's, it's, it's actually a, a great it's Very out. much like they would kick up the, the sound, like for the music and like kick up the song forefront and like have like yeah. the cinematic scene, you know, to go along with it. It was very cool. I want to rewatch that movie now. Damn it. <laughs> I know. Me too. <laughs> just watch party afterward. Let's go. <laughs> And what was the name of the song? Or that was the song. Yeah, Cosmic Castaway was the name of the song. The band was Electricy. Um, I have like the, the memory of like the dude. The, I can't even remember the characters' fucking names, but like the love interests, like yeah. flying together to this song. That's great. 
sick. Okay, JD, your final round for the jukebox. <sighs> give me the chaos. What's it gonna get? Oh, we haven't had this come up in a long time. This is gonna require research on your part. You might have to be quick. You have to pick a song okay. from either the Guitar Hero or Rock Band series. Oh, nice. Oh, oh, you know what? Hold on a second, because here's the thing: I made sure an entire playlist of every song from Guitar Hero Three. So here cool. we go. Just make sure it's on the list. So remember okay. every song. I, re- I remember every song. So here we go. Okay, so <laughs> I don't like rhythm games. <laughs> we'll start there um, <laughs> because I don't have rhythm. Uh, so the only games can play. The only games I can play. I can sing. As long as it's Kurt Cobain. And that's about it. Sometimes I'll play the drums if it's not too hard. But I'm god-awful. But I do play in certain situations. Uh, mostly when there are girls there. <laughs> I try my best. Um, but yeah, Josue, Manda, I know you're both rhythm game people. So let's actually start with Manda. Manda, talk to me yeah. about rhythm games. Oh, man. Rhythm games are my fucking favorite genre of games. Like, I ugh, I love them. Love them so much. Um, so there was, like, a huge, like, swath of my high school years where, like, all I did was stay up way too late and play rhythm games. And it was really funny because I didn't, like, have good parental supervision at the time. And, like, that's what I chose to do. <laughs> um so yeah man there's there's definitely always like a rhythm game on my rotation that i'm always fucking around with and playing um so fond memories of the guitar hero games um definitely like whole rotation of people that i would play play them with um i loved singing in them because like you know everyone's like oh you're the bass player you can play the guitar in this game and i'm like no i'm fucking singing I'm the <laughs> um, weird weird little thing is that the one that i did get into playing guitar on was fucking murder on my hands because it was the nintendo ds version uh, and it's oh like God, this horrible cool. shitty controller and everybody fucking hated that game but i loved it i don't know why like it just like, spoke to me the way the controls were but yeah i love rhythm games God, the four buttons scratching the screen. Oh my God, that, that's, what's, torture. that's torture. What's the name of the Final Fantasy one you play? Uh, theater Rhythm. That's right. I, I, when I cleaned up my room when I got here, there was just a little DS like thing in the corner, and it's a copy of that. I'm like, just sitting there. I was like, what the hell is this? So, yeah. This way, I obviously go ahead and talk about it. Yeah. I mean, Guitar Hero 1 came out like at the tail end of like seventh grade for me. So it's like by the time like Rock Band, came, Rock Band came out and I was like freshman, sophomore, and like that was like the thing to play. But like very much like Amanda, by the time like Rock Band came around, I had Guitar Heroes 1, 2, and 3, where I did not want to play the fucking guitar anymore. I want to play like the drums and also sing sometimes. But the drums, it's like that's when I picked it up. And it's like, and I slowly went up to like, I used to too hard. Um, expert was like, I, I mean, the, the, the fucking bass pedal sucked on those things. So, like, there's no way I was going to, like, be fucking going at it. Um, but hard mode, man, I was I was so... I felt so accomplished when I did Everlong on hard mode. But, yes, they did save me the three times, but I got to finish it. <laughs> I felt super accomplished by that. Uh, I fucking love rhythm games. Like, I mean, they're, they're a hella fun. There was such a, like, a, a party staple for, like, uh, like, my high school years. So, yeah, I fucking love them. Nice. JD, you ready? Oh, I've I've been ready for a while actually. <laughs> All right, go. So uh, I was actually down between two, um, and since Josue just mentioned Everlong, I'm down to one now. Um, because and, 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 <laughs> it is not uh, you have four others. It is not one of them. Uh, you have learned to fly uh, all my life. Uh, something uh, these days and um, times like these, I believe. 
I mean, oh, those are the four okay. that you have. I checked. You do not have Everlong, but since Josue mentioned it, I'm going to keep it from being on the jukebox uh, so it can it can come back another day. Instead, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose the song that you play when you beat Guitar Hero Three. It's Dragon Forces Through the Fire and the Flames. Oh, I thought it was. Damn it! I thought it was the Devil Down in Georgia. No, no, no! You play that song to beat the game, and then when you beat the game, you play Through the Fire and the Flames. Okay. Oh. You play that song. It's right. the credits roll. So fun fact: Josue hates this song. <laughs> Especially because of this game. <laughs> I love this. Song. Hey, guess what, Josue? Guess what, Josue? It's okay to be wrong. I don't give any flying fucks. You see all these fucks? They're just flying everywhere. Yeah, I'm it. not giving them away. They're flying away, fucker. They're mine now. <laughs> Through the fire and the flames rules as a song. I do not care. <laughs> we could have had Everlong. We could have had I'm it's giving fine. it away so you can add it. He's wrong. He's wrong, JD. I agree with you. No. <laughs> so. Dragon Force can't even play Dragon no, Force. Dragon there. Force, like, here's, here's the thing. Dragon oh, no, Force is not, an no, overrated band. This is another over... Dragon Force is an overrated band. I will I will say this. Um, they have some good songs. Uh, like, there are two songs off of one of their albums with Matt Heafy on vocals, and they're both good songs. And they have a handful of others. But just, like, I have such a... Emo- because I have never, I have only ever beat one game in my entire life, and that is Guitar Hero Three. <laughs> so I have emotion tied to this song in the fact that it played during the during the only game ending I've ever seen in my entire life. Gotcha. <laughs> well, I'll give you that. Just okay. You know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. And Keith, how's the jukebox gonna blast you this time? All right. Final pick. Great music videos. Oh, nice. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. Okay, I, I mean, there are so many fun. great music videos. I, I mean, yeah. I, I love. Uh, Patrick Williams did a great video uh, talking about why David Fincher is maybe the greatest music video director of all time, and I, I can, I, I can, I can understand that viewpoint because of just like. Because David Fincher was directing pop music videos, so the way he directed them made sense, uh, and, and and the way they were edited made sense. But I do love just a good music video with a fun story tied to it, or like a or a sad story tied to it, or there is no st- like the 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 story of the video and the story of the song do not correlate whatsoever. It is we like it is like it is the Foo Fighters. Like the Foo Fighters have the best videos because it's like we don't care. We just want to make fun little short films where every where every band member is playing three different characters, and we're gonna have fun. Long Road to Ruin is one of my favorite videos of theirs. Like God, yes, just, yes, yes. Diva. I I love it so much. Um, I fucking hate that that music videos just like aren't really a thing anymore unless like they go viral. Like unless they have like a fucking thing mm-hmm. or, or or because it is like the hot the, the the hottest song out right now and they throw out the music video. But even then, like sometimes like they'll make a music video, but nobody gives a fuck. Like I I miss the times where we can just like sit around like either watch like like or just like yeah watching MTV watching like actual music and actual music videos and being like and just like having our own opinions for it. You know like. Just, I hate that they're only meant if the they're only good if they're if they ever went viral for 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 one reason or another. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can't I, I think of there. like one. I can't think of like one video 
like from from very recent memory that that was like really impacted me was like maybe uh whack world by tira whack maybe but that was also mm-hmm. just a video for like her that entire album it was great it was really, yeah, really great so what i go back to for recent years from for me, it's like what from last year, maybe two years ago, is a uh, "Be Sweet" by Japanese Breakfast. But it's like, but it's such a like low budget ty- type of type of music video. There's like <laughs> it's like low stakes. It's like, but it's it's a very cute video. Um, Manda, how do you feel about music videos? Um, yeah, no, I definitely I'm I'm on board with you. Or I miss like being able to just turn on MTV or like even fucking VH1 sometimes, just like something to like watch a stream of music videos. It was a fucking cool vibe. Um, even like early days of YouTube, like I feel like that was a thing where you could just like go through recommendations and just get music after music. For whereas sure. now it's like interjecting other shit, uh, which is you know whatever. But um. Yeah, uh, for actual videos, like, I do love the stories. I also love dance. Like, I really love um, professional dancers. It's super cool to me to see, um, especially, like, uh, contemporary dance, like ballet, that kind of thing gets really emotional and can really play off of the music in a really cool way. Um, So, you know, obviously what comes to mind is, like, some of the mainstream shit that Sia did. I enjoyed some of that. and, you know, like, I, I I thought that there was, like, a really cool era where that was, like, a big thing in popular music videos. Yeah, no, you're right. Like, was a, a tight choreography is very much appreciated in a music video. And, and I'm thinking I'm taking it back to the 2000s with, like, like Missy, Missy Elliott or Sierra. Oh, yeah. Like, all those iconic videos are, like, those yeah. dance numbers are fucking great. Yeah, like, hip-hop dancing is fucking amazing. Yeah. Honestly, absolutely. K-pop. K-pop and J-pop like those videos the dancing in those videos are incredible hmm. yeah the, 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 the ones that get hella, hella trendy yeah yeah i got it i'm just i'm just wondering can someone ch- uh, I, my search on the the playlist isn't working for me very well so i can't tell if something's on the playlist so I can tell, uh, but I don't want to reveal it. Let me just see this here real quick. Yeah, uh, it's funny you brought up K-pop. Uh, so what Blackpink songs are on the playlist? Okay, Blackpink. One word. Oh, thank you. Love sick girls. Uh, just one. Yeah, love sick girls. Okay. Now I remembered I put one on. I can't remember which one. So my honorable mention was love sick girls. Uh, the other <laughs> one I'm gonna put on there is. Uh, how you like that? Um, again, yes. like you said, K-pop has high production value, and they do a lot. The dancing's on point. Um, they they put a lot of money into it. You know what I mean? And I really appreciate that. It would be tempting to even ch- pick a BTS song, even though I'm not the biggest BTS fan. But their videos are insane. Like they're really really great. But yeah, I'm gonna go with Blackpink. Uh, how you like that? Because it's a really great song, and it's got a really like great beat to it. It's it's one of their edgier songs, you know, for being a K-pop band. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. That's because I, I was kind of going different directions in my head. And then I was kind of like thinking, like, what videos have I watched recently? And then I was like, no, the ones that still care are foreign people, foreign artists. They're the ones who still care about videos. You know what I mean? Like you said, it's not really a thing in America very much anymore. So, mm-hmm. um, honestly, yeah, one, of my favorite, one of my favorite videos from the past few years, uh, Crayon by G-Dragon. <laughs> I don't know that one, so yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, G- like yeah G- 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 from uh, yeah, yeah. Cool. That's my last pick. 
Well, Jukebox, we did it. Faced off again. We answered back, and it was hella fun. I'm so excited for this random assortment for our listening party, which is something to think about, but we'll get to that part later. Thank you, guys. This was great. So we're moving on to new releases. And I actually see a bulk of stuff that I do want to get my hands, like get my ears into and listen. Keith, what do you see on your end? Uh, for this week, I have so much stuff coming out this week that I'm like blown away by some of this. I know. Uh, I'll start simple. Dave Matthews Band has a new um, uh, album coming out called Walk Around the Moon. I mean, they're Dave Matthews. They're always solid, I guess. Um, real fans call him Dave. Yeah. Uh, well, I call the band the band. So, um, <laughs> I, An artist that I'm going to give another chance because I feel I was really too hateful about when his first album came out. Louis Capaldi has a new album coming out. Broken by Desire to be him. I was so mean towards him. And, and I didn't mean you were mean to him. I am so upset. He is amazing and he's a great dude. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm aware. He's a great dude and his music is fine. I think I was just in a mood that week or something. I don't know. I really hated the album name, Divinely Inspired to a Hellish Extent or whatever. I went, fuck off. Like, I hated that. But now his new album is called Broken by Desire to be Heavenly Sent. And I'm like, all right, Capaldi. (laughs) So I'm going to give it a shot because I do like his voice. That's what most people who don't like him say. They just don't like his voice. I do like it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just a hater, I guess. Um, The Fast X soundtrack comes out tomorrow. Fasten. What? No, Fast 10. Yeah, Fast 10, your seatbelts. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, New album from Yes. And yeah, I do mean Yes, the classic rock band that performed at Woodstock. (laughs) So, yeah. Wow. Uh, Juice World, they're doing a five-year anniversary edition of Goodbye and Good Riddance, which is extra sad since, you know, he's dead. (laughs) So it's like, like, it's really... And then four albums that jumped out of me right off. Uh, Foles has a new album coming out called Life is Dub. Uh, that should be pretty cool. It's it's it's. I think it's going to be all dubstep is what it looks like. Um, and then, oh, just amazing. So excited about these. First of all, Kesha gag order comes out. Um, <laughs> I love new Kesha. After she left Dr. Luke, she's actually making like real music that she seems to enjoy and I really respect that out of Kesha um, next up is Summer Walker Clear 2 Soft Life uh, it's 9 tracks so I, this might technically be an EP yeah it is an EP uh, so I'm pretty excited about that one uh, Summer Walker I love Summer Walker so and then finally The Used with a new album called Toxic Positivity uh, <laughs> I am here for the used always. So very, very excited about that too. That's all I got for this week. Did you have anything else for this week? I do have a little bit of a list, um, but this was like down my scroll. So it probably, it probably already came out. Um, but all my, all my Arizona uh, peeps will be very, very happy to know that revolution has a new album out. <laughs> I've not heard that in a while. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. There is a, uh, the 10th. Holy fuck. I literally just said this, this last week too. Uh, but Daft Punk released uh, the 10th anniversary of Random Access Memories. I actually listened with, to that too. I should have that should have been in my listens. It's 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 so awesome because it includes uh, Horizon, which is like the the true swan song that should that that should have been part of the album 
that, that sh- oh, God, it should just be glued. Uh, is that the one you were telling us about before that was in the Japanese version, but not the American yeah. version? I remember you telling yes. me about that. It's even highlighted Horizon, parentheses, Japan CD. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, God, Horizon should be glued next to uh, Contact. Well, Contact is a great like ending, but it's just like the little epilogue that that's just like it's so beautiful. It's such a beautiful fucking track. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm actually really excited that we can actually fuck did i have this into jukebox oh well i'll figure it out later because now i actually can um <laughs> i think it was an honorable mention because of that reason so oh okay cool, cool cool um just just to give him a shout out but uh my boy juanes with uh vida conti uh contidiana we'll see if, if i have time <laughs> <laughs> but something actually new new within temptation with an uh, uh, album called Wireless, um, so focused. See, and there they go again. I'm looking at it now. It's like it's it's cool that they do this, but it's um it's five songs, and then the uh, the next five songs are like the same. Uh, it's just the instrumental version of the album, which they've done they've done this before. But it's like, should I call this an album or not? Uh, and you cross a single day one. Uh, it's actually a remix. Uh, there's ones actually really go out. Yeah, the Foo Fighters under you. We'll be checking it out. Her single with uh, called the Journey. Devil Driver with Dealing with Demons Volume 2. Uh, Candle of Day with, Je- uh, with... Oh, you know, I, I didn't shout out this one before. Did it release it? With Jealous with uh, with LMI. No yes. worries. No, my, One of my favorite collaborations, No Worries, with just Anderson Pac and, and Knowledge, another single called Daydreaming. Please put another album out. Oh, this this this, uh, this project is so fucking great. Um, and All of Parks with another single with the soon-to-released... Uh, album of the year fuck i'm gonna call it but this one called pegasus with phoebe bridgers so that's be a good fucking single uh and my girl georgia smith with little things uh all stuff i really really want to do oh and the last one that i'm not sure we actually talked about this but kiki palmer has an album out Ooh, called uh, big boss hmm. and that's what i'm definitely gonna i'm very curious to, to check out because she's amazing nice yeah, so totally. yeah those, those are the stuff that's the stuff i i want to shout out yeah nice uh, and then next week I have four albums, but again, some pretty decent names here. Uh, one that's going to blow Josue's mind, and I'm very excited to talk. Uh, Lil Durk has a new album coming out. That's not the one, by the way. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I, Oh, no. It, okay, I have an album from Sparks, and I was thinking it was Agent Sparks, which Amanda loves Agent Sparks. I was like, they have a new album. It's okay, it's Sparks. Uh, that one is coming out. Uh, Matchbox 20? Yes, yes, I'm so excited. Yes, I'm so fucking yeah. excited for that album. Where the <laughs> album goes. of the year, right hey, there. I'll, I'll give it a shot. And then, uh, with a brand new 12 track LP, Arlo Parks. Yes, finally. Yes, <laughs> album of the year <laughs> called My Soft Machine. So, collective sunbeams, if y'all haven't really. Oh, oh you told me so much about this. <laughs> so, yeah. It's a beautiful, perfect album. Everybody should listen to it. That's all I got. Awesome. Um, well, I'll wait till my break for next weekend and see how much of a long list. I'll actually try to keep a list this time to come back with the proper recommendation segment from yours truly. <laughs> so, moving on. Jukebox, you had your moment. But what's on the roulette? Keith, what's on the roulette for next time? I actually don't know. I'm not on my normal computer, so I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> Well, I might know. Um, I, I do know. Okay. Um, <laughs> if we did this right. Oh, no, yeah. Okay, no, we did this right. Because um, that was the next one. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, cool. Next episode will be Ladies of the 80s. Yes. 
so excited. Oh, <laughs> yeah, this will be a fun one. I actually really want Liza to come back for this one. Yeah, I uh, specifically named it that because of Pitch Perfect. Obviously, that's a joke from Pitch Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I'm very excited. I, yeah. I love the '80s as far as like some of the best and some of the worst music ever made. It's such a great culture of nothing shit. Like, I love it. It's so good. Yeah. So. Awesome. Well, that concludes this episode of Jukebox Vertigo. Thank you to the co-host for your great picks. Manda, any shout-outs and plugs? You can find me and sometimes Thor on Twitter and Instagram at Mandalodon. Nice. Give Thor that uh, that publicity. <laughs> uh, and JD, any shout outs and plugs? Um, shout shout out to uh, the comic book shop that hired me <laughs> to work for, for my second job. That's awesome. Uh, I yeah, uh, I, I I already work a a, a like a forty hour full time job, uh, but uh, I work overnight and uh, and like my comic book shop was just like, hey do you want another job? And I was like, for, and at first I was like, mm, no, second time. Mm, no. And then I was like, actually, no, I do want this job. I want the discount and I want to just sit around for eight hours and talk about comics. So I did that. Exactly. Like, <laughs> that discount I'm, is everything to me. Yeah. Yes. I am super bummed that the person I talked to last night about murder Falcon did not take home murder Falcon. However, they took home once in future. So still a win. <laughs> Good Sick, choice. That's a good one. That was uh, Remy so, Award nominee for Boom Book of the Year for us, or yeah, winner, yeah. not nominee. Um, so yeah, so yeah, so shout out to shout out to Geek Out in Burleson, Texas, uh, for for giving for giving me a job. I literally got the job the same way. Like the bot, like the owner was like, "Yo, you want to work here?" Literally, that was my interview. It's like, "Fuck yes!" I already come here every fucking week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. And you can also plug. find JD on Twitter at JD underscore Martin underscore. <laughs> oh yeah, that too. If you if you if you really if you really want to, I I haven't been on there in so long. Um, podcasting. What is that? I don't have anything going on there. Really don't. Yeah. I am certain, here. I'm here with QB them. Discord. You can find us all there. So yeah, there yeah, you go. I'm there. And Keith, your turn. Uh, you can find me at WHI Podcast Keith. You can find our producer Liz at WHI Podcast Liz, and you can find our other show. We have issues at WHI Podcast on Twitter. Uh, on there, that is our weekly, uh, at least hopefully it started becoming weekly again because we took a break. Uh, but weekly comic book review podcast. We review every issue that comes out that week. Uh, every episode should come out on a Saturday morning. So if you follow us on Twitter, you'll get an announcement when the episode's out, a link to the uh, episode, as well as a complete list of every single issue that we reviewed. It is the best way to keep in touch with what's going on with us. And uh, that is it for me. Sweet. And thank you, the listeners, for your continued support on this musical sharing ride. Follow at Jukebox Vertigo on Twitter for the master playlist link to most music services. I myself am at Hostway Reads Hostway and Hostway Plays Hostway on Twitter and Twitch, respectively. Follow me on Twitch and keep those notifi- keep that notification up because I'm going through a schedule change. So the usual listening parties will be fluctuating to maybe a different day. So keep those notifications up and you will be the first to know when I go live for the sweet, sweet listening party where I get down to all the songs that we just talked about. And with it, feel free to, sh- uh, to shout out the theme you want to do. I can work out to prioritizing it. And now with the episode over, tech- take the time to check the fresh page on the jukebox and let us know what you would have added and feel the vertigo. CPOV. CertainPOV.com.
Hey. Oh, hey, Jeff. What's going on, guys? Oh, you know, talking about Superman. Oh, cool. I could talk about Superman. I could talk some more about Superman. We know. I'll bet a few people would want to get in on this. I'm down. You know it. That sounds like fun. I'll do it. Cool. Let's do it. We can call the show Men of Steel. And you can find it at certainpov.com. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah.